Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And on today's Going In Raw News Brief, Paige is learning about unions, Jazz may have wrestled her last match, and Fox may have revealed the identity of the SmackDown hacker. But first, are Otis's days as Mr. Money in the Bank numbered? Larson, what's in the news? You know, basically ever since Otis won that Money in the Bank briefcase in somewhat surprising, uh, almost accidental fashion. Oh, uh, yeah! We've been wondering, A, why, B, what are they going to do with him as Mr. Money in the Bank? Now that Roman Reigns is champ over on SmackDown, a successful cash-in by Otis seems way outside the realm of possibility. Uh, so it seemed like SmackDown was going to do some sort, sort of story involving Miz and Morrison trying to get that briefcase off Otis. But after uh, Otis's match against John Morrison on SmackDown this past Friday where he destroyed, destroyed Morrison, um, it seems like maybe, no confirmation, but maybe... They're just going to not do that. They'll have the segment next week with Otis or this week with Otis in the court where he's defending himself and he like impresses the judge. Lawsuit dismissed. They'll shake things up with the draft with either Miz and or Morris and go into Raw. So that leads us back kind of at square one with Otis. What are they going to do with Otis as Mr. Bunny of the Bank? Today, Russell Vogt provided maybe a bit of insight into what WWE may have lined up for Otis and that briefcase. This is what Russell Vogt had to say. Quote, there have been multiple pitched ideas to remove the Money in the Bank briefcase from Otis and make the storyline a main focus again, some of which are really decent ideas, I've been told. However, and this is a big however, Otis's biggest fan is Vince. So right now, no go. Well, if Otis is such a, if Vince is such a big fan of Otis, why hasn't he tried to make him like a legit contender which is what you need for money in the bank this has been four months now that we've been saying you know at the outset we said okay i mean i had an open mind about it let's see what steps we can take and it would be a very difficult journey to get there because otis is firmly a comedy guy yes they book him really strong as we saw this past friday on smackdown but what you got eight months left like i know that's a long time but it goes by pretty quick yeah i mean they've already gone through uh, five months and on top of that you have to their to to wwe's credit 
you have two top champions that are dominant, dominant figures, and waiting in the wings are potential opponents that are also dominant. I mean, who knows what's going to happen after the draft with uh, with the Universal Championship, but right now over on Raw, Randy Orton, I don't think it's going to happen, but he could easily legitimately win that title off Drew at Hell in a Cell. Um, you know, over you, you have The Fiend, although he sort of moved away from that scene. Um, you know, uh, any number of people can move over to SmackDown perhaps to present uh, a big opportunity for the for Roman's inter- Universal yeah. Championship. Yeah. I don't think that's going to – I don't think he's going to drop that title for a very long time. It seems pretty set in stone. But that being said, I mean, that's sort of my point is that you've got two really strong champions right now. I, Otis, you know, Otis – even – Otis, in my mind, can't even compete. Well, okay, he could conceivably take the IC title off of Sammy because Sammy is booked. He's booked strong, but also a bit on the cowardly side, a bit on the cheater side. Um, Lashley is a dominant U.S. champion. So even if you go down to the mid card, Otis is outclassed. I, I don't know. Yeah, there's there's really no conceivable way in in, in, in the near future, at least, where Otis can cash in on really any of the champions outside of maybe uh, uh, tag champs, where it seemed believable and and legit. Just because if this had happened next year, if Otis had if they gave Otis a good uh, you know kind of singles run over the course of the year, uh, next year put the the briefcase on him, and by that point we're further into the Roman story. Maybe at this point he's already turned face. I don't know. Move Otis to Raw, things would be different there. It, it just seemed like a thing where Otis. Or sorry, Vince became fascinated by Otis and the potential maybe of Otis, and says, "Well, we got to put the briefcase on him now, rather than waiting, developing him as something more than a comedy wrestler, something more than a tag team wrestler, and then uh, him carrying that briefcase seems like more of a threat because right now there is zero threat. Why isn't uh, Why isn't Vince like obsessed or a huge fan of Big Andrade? You know. Yeah. I mean, Biggie, I, I, yeah, Alistair I mean, Black, look, look, dude, no, Ricochet. There, there are tons of other people. There are tons of other people. There are tons of other people. Why isn't Otis? Look, Vince obviously is a big fan of our truth. You yeah. know, he's let our truth carry a lot of stuff. He's never in like the upper scene, but he puts him out there with Brock sometimes and, he, and they have a good time. Our truth is terrific. It, it, why can't Otis be in the 24 seven title scene? You know, like, why can't you say, oh, I'm a big fan of you here. Be a, a featured part of the 24-7 scene. Yeah. Mr. Money in the Bank needs to be like a legit, you know, if it's a heel, he should be a manipulator, uh, an opportunist like Edge, the best Money in the Bank guy. Um, or or if it's a face, do what Mr. Kennedy did. Say, I want my, my WrestleMania main event. I'm cashing in then. Yeah. Then there's store a story to be told. But if and Otis said the day after we made the bank, I want to cash at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? know, it's like, okay, you have a year, well, about a year to build them, but man, that's a ways to go. But if you had waited a year before putting that briefcase on him, then went through with this, then circumstances might be different. He might fare much better. Even in that, so dude, you're being wildly optimistic about Otis's chances of being legitimate at any time. Oh yeah. Like I you know. can you can have I the know. guy win, but nobody's gonna care. They just want to see him do Chris Farley stuff. I know. You know that's that's why they're doing what they're doing with Big E. It's because they want to make him more legitimate, so they have him go through a lot of violent stuff, 
And, you know, he, so so by by virtue of the story, he's got to tone down the silliness because, hey, I'm angry. This guy just put Seamus just put me through a windshield. Mm-hmm. So. Like there are ways to do it, and they haven't done any of <laughs> instead, it. Instead, they have Otis defending himself in the court of law. Which, look, I'm going to enjoy this segment. I think it's uh. probably going to be hilarious. Otis is funny to me. I think he's great. I'm a fan of Otis, but I also recognize that that's not the guy you put money in the bank on. Unless, no. unless you see demonstrably him start acting more like an actual person, make him relatable. And and on top of that, you give them a bunch of wins, which I mean, they they're doing the wins thing. They're, but they're it, giving them wins, yeah. That's sort of even been, you know, uh, spotty, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, honestly, I think that they had the absolute perfect opportunity and story. The Otis, Mandy, Sony Deville stuff was hot at their blow off match. Uh, they, well, I, I understand that, you know, life got in the way, but it didn't seem like that was going to be the case anyways. But you have Otis save Mandy's job by putting the, the, the briefcase. He gives up the briefcase to Sonya yep. Deville. Yep. Uh, she, you know, backs out of the stipulation. And then if in that at that case, you know, if, if Sonya Deville had to go away or whatever, you know, you have her vacate and you do a tournament for her. You put her back on somebody who's legitimate. Sonya Deville really could have been a terrific like if you cross genders, uh, if you cross you know uh, gender divisions, and put it on Sony Deville, my God, like she would have run with it. There's all sorts of opportunities to do this. I know, uh, I know, but uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see, man. We'll we'll see when. Uh, you know, it sucks because it's always fun to have. That was a fun thing about Brock having it, is that there was always that looming, terrifying I threat. I know of Brock Lesnar waiting in the wings. You just you do not feel that with Otis at no, all. He's never all. even threat. There was one time when he joked about cashing in with like Braun. Yeah, it was Braun, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> right? That was just been that would have been no. just yeah, no. that would have been horrific as well. Anyways, uh, talking about horrific WWE's uh, continual nickel and diming of their wrestlers might lead to a union, and Paige might be the one leading the charge. One of the most vocal talents speaking out about WWE trying to crack down on talent's use of third-party platforms has been Paige. And with a single tweet yesterday, she have may she may have taken the next step in pushing back against Vince's overreach when it comes to dictating what independent contractors under his employ can and can't do. Of course, Paige, as you guys know, has a massively popular Twitch page where she has, uh, I think somebody, I think uh, uh, Chris Danker did some very basic math on this. And even if all the subs that she has are tier one subs on Twitch, she's making $50,000 a month. That's not even counting bits, ads, uh, donations, uh, additional tiered subs, which yeah. no doubt she's getting probably significant about that. Yeah. At least, bare floor, the minimum, $50,000 a month. That's crazy. Right? So, of course, Good she's going to say, no, you're not going to reach into my pocketbook. Yeah. So yeah. she tweeted this out. Learned a lot about unionism today. Whoa. E. <laughs> so we'll I mean, see it's promising it's promising that that you know i don't know exactly how she's necessarily educating herself about unionism unionization um it's good that she's doing it and it's good she's saying that she's doing it because then hopefully to put the thoughts in people's head that a is possibility and then also something that wb will uh be i'm sure they're aware of it um uh you know hopefully it's just okay she's learning about this maybe she's talking to other people 
it seemed like uh, uh, you know potentially some of her and her fellow Twitchers, I'm sure, are having uh, some conversations. I would guess. Well, the, you know, I also noticed this. this. We we've referenced uh, a Twitter user so due to a uh, mm-hmm. on our show before, and uh, on his Twitter feed, he tweets he tweets a lot. Um, so I'm trying to scroll through it to see exactly who it was that she's actually following, but uh, he pointed out that Paige is now following uh, like an entertainment lawyer or hmm. like a union, uh, like a labor entertainment lawyer or something like that mm-hmm. um, uh, on her, uh, in her Twitter follows. Oh, here we go. It says here uh, she is following Lucas Middlebrook, labor attorney with focus on labor and sports law representing airline and professional sports related labor groups, including professional fighters. Uh, that was uh, as of yesterday. So, cool. you know, you could put two and two together. She's talking to some people who know what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, and then Zelina Vega responded with a, like a thinking emoji. Yeah. Uh, to to one to pages yeah. tweet here. Yeah. I yeah. I hope I hope he gets the ball rolling on all this. Uh, uh, you know, the wrestlers need to, you know, unionize in some respect, uh, or even just the threat of it to 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 motivate some change within WB because something has to happen. Yep. Something has to happen. Because yeah. the way that the talents are, are are being you know treated with respect to the third party stuff is ridiculous. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, uh, I have no uh, no segue, no segue here. So we're going to talk was, about that was ridiculous, ridiculously awesome. The shocking reveal of Mustafa Ali as leader of Retribution last night, and uh, the official Twitter account of WWE on Fox, which is of course called WWE on Fox, tweeted us still of Ali commanding retribution to attack the hurt business with the caption this is a quote mustafa ali with the retribution hack oh hashtag wb raw so the wwe on fox's twitter account wwe on fox just confirm ali a smackdown hacker yay or nay nay uh although that'd be awesome if it was the case uh i this is uh, wwe on fox i don't know if they are actually a WWE account or a Fox account. I thought they, because like when this account launched, launched about a year ago with SmackDown going to Fox, like their Twitter game was pretty strong. And I thought oh, I heard it was, it, good. was it was at the time. I thought I heard that it was used to be one of the, like somebody used to work for NXT social or something like that wasn't painting it. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I thought I could have made that up. It was a year ago. And in, in this old brain of mine, that's an eternity um, as far as retaining knowledge. Was I thought the, there was at least some WB connection as far as who was managing that account? Like, could you know, wrong. yeah, you know the. Well, I don't know. I mean, in terms of like who actually owns it, I imagine whoever Fox. does it. Yeah. Fox. It, okay. Okay. Um, was this the same account that tweeted out the thing about the draft and who should get first pick? No, that was oh. WWE. Itself. It was actually WWE's. Okay. Um, yeah, like you said, this account. Uh, so, so in the, uh, sorry, let me interrupt this to clarify. Uh, the the bio for this account says the official Fox Sports. Twitter account for all things WWE. So it is a Fox Sports account. Okay, cool. Um, whoever was initially running this, as you said, very savvy with social media, very savvy with uh, WWE and what fans enjoy seeing. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, I, I would imagine this was just throwing all the great fan theories out there about the SmackDown hacker, you know, being Mustafa Ali and then going on to lead Retribution. I will say this, though. If, if punctuation is any clue, it's uh, Mustafa Ali with the retribution hack. So it's mm-hmm. an exclamation uh, mark or point, not a question mark. Yeah. 
Now, if it was uh, if it was a question mark, I'd say for sure they're just feeding the potential fan theory. But they're they're excited about this. This seems declarative, definitive. He's a SmackDown hacker, and they oh, just told us that. Get out of here! <laughs> maybe, hey, maybe the in storyline. This is Mustafa Ali tweeting. They hacked. They hacked the WWE on Fox account, and uh, and Mustafa Ali is is tweeting this out. Uh, so, hey, look, man. There's so there's so much great speculation about all this. Again, WWE stumbling their way into a potential long term angle into a retroactively long-term yeah. angle. Yeah. They they sh- they really should run with it. And I really do hope that Mustafa Ali being as ambitious as he is as we've seen in the past, dude, this guy could whip together a video promo that's 2 minutes long that ties it all together that would have people marking out, will they let him do it? I hope so. I hope so. Odds are no though. No, it's not going to happen probably. We'll find out. Uh what we're also what we also have found out is that uh, legendary wrestler Jazz uh, seems to have retired. In an interview with Chris Van Vliet, uh, Jazz announced that she has wrestled her last match. Well, potentially. She said this, and these transcripts come to you from WrestlingNews.co. It says, honestly, I just had my last match this past Sunday. I am done in the ring. I was going to do, wrestlers always, they always push a little bit, though. I was going to do a whole tour in 2020, but with pandemic happening, that screwed everything up. I've been having issues with my knees and my back and a lot more issues physically, mentally, and emotionally. That's why I had to forfeit the NWA title. I have two beautiful daughters that I have to focus on them right now. However, uh, okay, so this now this transcript comes to you from DivaDirt.com. Okay. Uh, she said, according to this, it says, I was going to do a whole tour in 2020, but with the pandemic happening, that screwed everything up. We'll see for 2021. We may mm. do a little tour. Ah. So there's the caveat there. There you um, go. You know, if, if she has plenty of time off, the knees start feeling better. The independent scene starts blowing up again because everybody's going to be so anxious to, to go back to these shows on mass. Uh, Hopefully, you know, more people uh, will be able to see a little retirement tour as she's, uh, uh, you know, speculating yeah. may happen yeah. here. Yeah. But uh, if not, man, hell of a legacy. Stellar that she career. Leaves. Stellar yeah, career. Absolutely stellar career. For yeah, sure. She was she was she was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. She did. According to this Diva Dirt thing, it says a uh, part of the interview. Also, it says Jazz adds that she went into her last match knowing that it would be her last. She adds that in the future, she may do some short work, such as a few spots but she won't be doing full matches anymore. So, uh, you know, with with she says she doesn't want to Terry Funk it, uh, which, you know, is just endless retirement match after retirement match after retirement yeah. match. Uh, she's earned uh, a restful uh, uh, retirement. But, you know, wrestlers, man, they love to wrestle. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll see one final match. Maybe if the NWA came to her and said, hey, do you want a big, a big time, you know, send off? On pay per view, one of the NWA pay per views. Yeah, maybe, maybe she, maybe she won't say no there. Who knows? It's, it's, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, anyways, uh, that does it for us for now. Uh, at two p.m. Pacific time, uh, we will be going live for Friendo Club TV members. You can get Friendo Club TV access uh, via a Twitch sub, via YouTube channel membership, or five dollars on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We're going to be power ranking. Uh, five potential new NXT champions. If we find out that Finn Balor's jaw injury will cost him, well, will lead him to vacate the title. We got some out of the box suggestions. So uh, if you are a Friendo Club TV member, 
please uh, keep an eye out for your notifications. We'll be going live at 2 p.m. Pacific. So thanks so much for watching. Uh, Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the Friendo Care Package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.